Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. What if you could go back 10, maybe 20 years and speak to your younger self? What would you say? What pieces of advice would you give your younger self? Would you give them something that would alter their journey? Would you try to warn them of certain mistakes that you have made that have brought catastrophic failures in your life? Or would you have them repeat some of the actions and behaviors that you have previously felt that were bad for you? Or would you not do anything? Would you not say anything? Would you just observe your younger self? Well, today I'm joined by some amazing leaders and they're going to give their perspective of what they would say to their younger self. Some of the information may surprise you. Some of it may enlighten you. But more importantly, I think some of it is going to challenge you as a leader and as a person. So are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve Worthy, host of The Worthy Podcast, where we help leaders find their why, meaning their purpose, by helping them uncover and learn more about themselves so that they can save time to lead faster and ultimately accomplish something of significance. In each episode, we unpack relevant topics because on this podcast, we believe nothing of significance has ever been accomplished alone. At the end of each episode, you will learn to leave fear and doubt behind and find your authentic voice so that you can soar with your strengths because you are worthy of so much more. Welcome to The Worthy Podcast. Hello, community of listeners. How are you doing today? I have to tell you, I am pumped. I am pumped about this episode. You know, we've done close to 30 episodes, and I have to tell you, I think this is going to be one of our best episodes. But here's what I would ask you. I would ask you to stick around to the very end because We actually have some really good information and some updates on some of the things that we actually have going on with The Worthy Podcast and and also our host company, which is Worthy Leadership Group. A lot of great things taking place. So this episode is a transformative episode, and I don't take that word and I don't use that word lightly. I think a lot of times when we think about where we currently are, the tendency is that we would love to go back and maybe change certain aspects of our life, of our journey, 
of our decision-making process, the situations that we've placed ourselves in, are placed ourselves in, the jobs that we've taken or didn't take, the opportunities that kind of fell through our fingertips, the relationships that we wish we would have never had or that we wish we would have had as well. There is sometimes when we think about where we currently are, there is some measure of regret. But I honestly believe there is more hopefulness and happiness and contentment with where we currently are than we give ourselves credit for. Listen to me, it would be easy and it would probably be pretty cool for us to go back and see the younger Steve and tell him, hey, do this. Hey, go this direction. Hey, make this decision. Right? That would be pretty cool. But to be honest with you, it's not reality and it's not life. However, I think this episode is going to be constructive for you because it's also not so much what you would tell your younger self. It's more about what you are telling your current self and your future self about what you want to see happen in your life and in your journey. So as you listen to the different guests that we have on, I got to tell you, I am extremely excited about each and every guest and what they have to say. It is going to bless you. It is going to uh, stretch you. It is going to help you kind of gain some different perspective of who you are and what you need to do for your own journey. So let's go ahead and get into it. And we are going to start with Mr. Walter Gaynor. My name is Walt. I'm the host of Boss Locks and Steve. Here's the advice I would give myself uh, 10 years ago. You see, 10 years ago, I was 17. I was a junior in high school, uh, super athletic, I was quiet, I was hesitant, and I was pretty cool. At least that's what people told me. Um, You see, I used to always come off as super confident um, and maybe even like a little borderline cocky. But the thing was that even though I came off that way, I didn't actually think that I was cool. I think that maybe I was even trying to just convince myself that I was confident and all that stuff. I mean, like... I knew I was well liked and I had some really great friends, but I never looked at myself as someone who had value, um, someone that people actually enjoyed being around. You know, knowing what I know now, this was honestly an early form of imposter syndrome. And the thing was that in that moment of being 17, still finding myself, I don't think I knew how I truly felt about myself that makes sense like I don't know if I really cared for who I was and it wasn't that I was hated myself because I didn't I definitely loved myself but I just didn't care for who I was I wanted to be something else and someone else Um, I wanted to be like the people I saw, my, my friends who was, um, you know, they seemed to be doing well, succeeding, always like just getting what they were going after. And 
I think always um, just was like, man, I see them. I want to try to be like that, be like this. I need to, I need to change this about myself. I need to walk different, talk to different, all these different things. And I didn't really like, even when I tried to do other things, I, I still ended up doing like my, having my own twist on it. But <laughs> it is kind of interesting looking back because I think that the best advice to give to younger me is to accept who I am. Um, and not try to be anyone else at all. Matter of fact, try not to be anyone else. Dig deeper into who I am. I think that the advice is not only like accept who you are, but also to get out of the box that you're hiding in. Because if you think about it, like not letting the world experience the real you is doing a disservice to those who truly care about you. Because those who truly care about you don't like you because you're doing things that you admire in others it's they they truly care about you and like you because of who you are who you truly are so yeah my advice to younger me from 10 years ago at 17 is accept who you are and to get out of the box you're hiding in okay my friends So let me ask you a question. Are you ready for your performance review or did you already receive your performance review and you're you still waiting for clarity for for that score and also for the comments that you received? No matter how good or how bad you think you did, I want to help you survive. But more importantly, I want to help you thrive through what we affectionately call make a move season. It's happening right now. And it's directly tied to your review. Can I tell you a little secret? Just here, listen in. You've got to be ready for what may come your way. You have to start setting yourself up for what you want to have happen next. To be very honest, you have more control over your success than you think you do. But you can't take this decision lightly. And to be honest, you need help getting to your best next. Our make a move clarity calls provide, well, <laughs> they, that's exactly what they provide. They provide clarity, clarity on where you are and how do you get to your best next. So make sure that you click the link in the show notes to grab a time so that we can talk and I'll see you soon. Get out of the box. You are hiding in. How many of us are hiding in a box? How many of us are out of the box, meaning that we've been able to understand Walt's advice about being authentic, understanding who you truly are, and just enjoying who you are and allowing the world to enjoy who you are? The next guest is Diana Gladney, and Diana is the is the epitome of truly understanding who you are. Diana Gladney is a video strategist, and if you haven't seen any of her work on Instagram or followed her on on YouTube, I please ask that you do it because she has such an authenticity, um, such a perspective on life, and I'm just so happy that she's actually been a part of this, of my journey, to be honest with you. And I don't think she really knows that, but she's actually been a big part of my journey, whether it's from a podcasting standpoint, but also just from a video standpoint. But I enjoy her perspective 
So let's hear what Diana would tell herself 10, 20 years ago. Hey, Steve, here's some advice I would give myself if not even 20 years ago, honestly, just 10 years ago. If I take a step back and really think about where I started when things really started to make a change mentally for me, it would be when I was about 22. So I really wouldn't even go back 20 years. I'd just go back 10 years. And that honestly would be the advice to myself at that time frame was to believe more in myself and really, really, really double down on the personal self-development that I started on and don't quit. Because so often it was easy for me to just really uh, get frustrated because it was so hard to remove those current belief systems and then try to replace them. And, and what I was doing at that time was having my current belief systems was almost as, if you think of it, almost as rotten food. And then you try to place a rose on top of it. It didn't make it any better. So that's what I was trying to do versus really, really, really fully doing a whole extraction and learning personal self-development was great. But again, trying to add that rose onto that spoiled food, then that just it just wasn't working. Um, and so it wasn't until years later that I really understood the extraction of removing the way that you talk about yourself, the way that you uh, have beliefs around yourself, who you surround yourself with. It was still kind of like a half and half. And, um, you know, if you're around this particular type of person, then maybe, you know, they're correcting your language and how you say what you say and what you think about yourself. And then when you're around other people, you have a comfort zone. And so too often I've resorted to that comfort zone instead of just really fully embracing the new environments that I was putting myself into. So I was digesting a whole lot of content. Can't say that it was all, always taking taking place, but I can definitely say in hindsight, I'm, I'm glad for that process because for anybody that may be listening to this where they are entering into a place and you're looking to become a leader, you're looking to work with people and coach others, you have to first be coachable and teachable and trainable for yourself to yourself. And even the words and the things that you say about yourself to yourself are more vital than the affirmations that other people can speak into you. So I just really would have doubled down on that kind of a thing. The other thing is that I would have sought to hire a mentor or a coach immediately. I wouldn't have been trying to do so much self-studying. I should have been uh, really, really focused in. And I had a mentor at the time, but I should have hired somebody because it's really not until you invest in something and that shows where your money goes, also shows where your belief systems are. And so I believed in purchasing books. I believed in purchasing programs, but I still had too much self-belief that I could do this by myself and nobody gets anywhere by themselves, um, honestly. And so it always takes a group and a community of people. And it's so much better when you're working with somebody that already understands the path that you are about to start exploring. So if I had taken even just a, a nominal investment financially to invest in someone having that time uh, or, or paying a coach for an hour, even if it was once a month, once a month, it would have been so, so vital because, you know, it's already makes a difference when you're 22 uh, years old and you're not going to the club. Instead, you're going to uh, something that is really focused around personal development or you're going to an event. And you're not going out of town to kick it. You're going out of town to go to a conference. And so surrounding myself with the right information and knowledge was great. 
I just really wish I had taken the time to uh, invest in a deeper level and really start to grow that belief system because without the faith that you can fully execute on what you're learning, again, it's just like putting a rose on top of uh, something that's uh, not all that great. So that's that's what I would have told myself uh, about 10 years ago. Steve, this is what I would tell myself 20 years ago. Be open to new opportunities, new ideas. You don't know what you don't know. 20 years ago, I was in the middle of my college career pursuing a degree in biology pre-med. When I was five, I had mentioned to my parents that I wanted to be a doctor and continued a path ever since. Late junior year, I was having doubts. Senior year, I could not sleep because I was coming to the realization that that was not for me. I graduated and was overcome by anxiety of what would happen to my life and what my career would be. I was very blessed to find opportunities that helped me find my calling to understand talent acquisition, human resources, program management. And I was able to create great opportunities for myself and for others by just being open to opportunities that came up, opportunities that had not been part of my plan. So for all of you listening out there, be open to new opportunities that come your way. You never know what you may fall in love with. Hi, I'm Celine. I'm a music journalist and I produced and host a music podcast called Under the Radar. Check it out. <laughs> so Steve, here's the advice I would give myself 20 years ago. Don't worry about having a family and babies and having to be the one whose career has to take a back seat. It feels like you're abandoning everything, but at the right point, when you're ready, you'll return and you'll learn to pivot. Um, at some point after the babies are grown and can make their own lunches, you will look around and notice that print journalism appears in decline. Every day, another local newspaper or international glossy magazine is folding. And in its place, to your horror, content generating farms will have sprung up all over the internet. These nebulous organizations want you to write what they call content in inverted commas and you'll and you'll be paid a penny per click and everywhere you look it's nonsense listicles and clickbait and articles that are written with no beginning middle or end or rhyme or reason you can't tell if ai wrote it or a real life insane person um, and you'll wonder what is left of this craft that you've been trained for um, don't worry, just keep writing good stories. Don't chase clicks or likes or retweets. Don't fall for any of it. <laughs> don't get caught up in the numbers game. It's a foolish exercise. Just keep doing good work, seeking out interesting people to work with. And when the time is right, pivot. Pivot to radio. Um, diversify your portfolio as the experts and marketers say. Just retrain yourself. Stay open to the changing landscape around you. Listen deeply. 
see how you can fit in without sacrificing your soul um, and always still be passionate always still be your passionate self and you'll figure it out <laughs> and apply your old skills to your new gig and people who people who see value in it will find you and everything will be okay Thank you, Anita and Celine, for helping us understand the importance of focusing on your passion and trying to find your passion and not be caught up in what you think you should do, what your family thinks that you should do, or what society is pushing you to do, but truly finding your passion. You know, one of the things that I wish I would have told myself is coming up with Dr. Ivisha's Ford's information about mentorship and also about physical health. So let's hear what she has to say. The advice that I give to my 20-year-old self is to hold steadfast to your purpose. Get comfortable walking a different path than the people around you. You may get feedback about your limitations and things that you can or cannot accomplish, but just know that that feedback is often based on limitations that others have placed on themselves. Value relationships. You are going to need friendships more than you can ever imagine. Nurture them and make time for your loved ones. There's always going to be another meeting or another event, but those people that are your real tribe will not always be around. So make time for them. Network with people outside of your field. It is so easy and comfortable to spend time with people who work in your industry and who understand your jargon and your lingo, but there's so much to gain from people who work within different systems and who have different understandings about the world and in the marketplace. Select a mentor and make sure you do so with the mindset of folks who are where you want to go. You'll be so glad that you did. Tend to your health. Don't wait until later in life to start eating like you care for yourself. Start to develop um, eating habits that nurture and provide nourishment for your body early so that it's just a part of you. Spend time strength training. As much as you may love cardio or the um, feeling of a runner's high, you're going to need muscle strength later in life. And try to drink more water than wine and coffee combined. You have so much to offer the world and everything, all your experiences are pointing you in that direction. So try to keep your mind focused on where you're going and learning from the things that didn't necessarily have the outcome that you'd hoped for. Spend as much, spend less time worried about not accomplishing everything that you set out for and be concerned about regret. Live in the moment and go for the adventure. Live in the moment and go for the adventure. Live in the moment and go for the adventure. I would dare say that the majority of us would probably tell ourselves that. And I think sometimes we tend to take the safe route in life. You know, when you're a kid, you don't really think about consequences when you're playing 
or you're kind of developing friends or you're just out there, you know, playing in a playground and you're trying, you're, you end up making friends and creating all of these social dynamics. You don't think about consequences as a child. It's only until we get older and we start to take on different roles of responsibility and we start to think about the consequences of our actions. And I think the older we get, those, that idea of the consequence hinders our growth or our ability to expand. And we end up becoming these safe people and making these very pointed decisions where I think that life is meant for us to be expansive in our thought process. It's meant for us to explore different aspects of our personality and who we are. And so living in the moment sometimes can feel reckless, and but it's not. It is really embracing who you are. It's really taking advantage for the time that you have on this earth. This is part one. This is part one of a two-part series on things that I would tell my younger self. So I wanted to thank everybody who participated in part one. Celine, Anita, Walter, Diana Gladney, and Dr. Evasia Ford. We have part two coming up very soon. And I'm telling you, it is going to knock your socks off. But as always, we want to thank you for listening to The Worthy Podcast. And have a great day and God bless. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.